0: Have you ever wondered about mounting up on a horse for the very first time? Uh, Not you, the horse, and how that would look and feel for your horse and what would happen. Well, we're going to be chatting all about that this week in Daily Strides. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take something to do with horse riding and we break it down into smaller pieces. These past few weeks we have been working through the starting a green horse or a young horse series where we've been taking a horse literally from being I suppose quote unquote unbroken and uh, bringing him through the process of how you can then back him to become well a solid upstanding individual that you can rely on and that's in I suppose enjoyable to ride and that uh, you can have a long, long, long um, lifetime of riding experiences with and lots of fun along the way. If you are interested in joining us on the series, I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can do that and follow along with us but if your horse is more of an experienced sort of a horse and don't worry there are lots of past episodes that you can listen to to help you get some sort of a plan and a goal for when you ride because Well I often find that is the biggest challenge that shows up with riders Uh, they get on the horse get into the arena and just have not got a cooking clue what to do from there and we will help you sort that out. Now as I say I'm going to let you know at the end how you can get your hands on all those to make sure you always have a plan and you're always making progress with your riding but back to today and as I mentioned this is a series we've been doing on starting young horses and Specifically, we are on week four, and week four is a big week. It's the week we are going to actually get into the saddle. So up to now, we've been taking things very slow, very steady, uh, making sure that your horse is happy and that he understands the process. He feels confident in himself. We've been working specifically on relaxation and making sure that we don't lose that in his work. And then more recently, also on balance and developing a little bit more balance um, in his way of going. So as when the rider gets on, He has a little bit of a, I suppose, a foothold that he can work from and a reference point that he can then move on from. So how do you start introducing a rider? Well, first and foremost, you must have your homework done. It's really important. I find that depending on your horse, you can actually introduce a a rider earlier than this or it might take a little bit longer. It does depend on the individual horse and also the specific set of circumstances that you're going to be working around regarding time and facilities and things like that. But before you even think about putting a rider on, you're going to have to call on your trusty helper again. Now, you can find two helpers for this even better. And the reason is, is because when we are working with horses, we like to, I think it's important to develop Good habits from the get go, okay? So you kind of you lay down the rules. You say this is how it's going to be, this is how things are going to look. And one of the very basic rules is that your horse stands still when you mount up. If you ever tried to mount up on a horse that keeps walking around, it's the most frustrating and annoying experience. Um, it's not enjoyable, and yeah, I think for you or the horse, it ends up everybody gets pulled, and by the time you actually get into the saddle, you're in a little bit of a tizzy about how to to do things. So um, having somebody on the ground whose sole job is to just reassure and talk to the horse but hold the horse still is really important. Now we're talking about holding the horse still. I want you to keep in mind that when you initially get on, so for the very first time and often for the first maybe few weeks, um, your horse is going to have to try and I suppose recalibrate in his head how he is going to remain balanced because remember having a rider on board is something totally different to him okay and because of this you might find that he does take a step or two or three or four now he generally won't go in a straight line that is what the the person is there to your helper person helper person number one is there to do to to make sure that he's not actually walking as such okay however they also need to understand that there is a point where your horse might take a side step he might just take a step forward and all the while to keep in mind that he is doing so in order to keep his balance and to Shift his balance in order to, or shift his, I suppose, his movement, his weight in order to remain balanced. Okay, so that's really important. Now, you might also find that before you even try and get up, it is really beneficial to start working with your horse on something taller. Now, this sounds really strange, but very often it is when the rider gets a leg up or when the rider stands on a mountain block, some horses get a little bit. Well, uncomfortable with that feeling. Remember, the horse is used to seeing the world a certain way. That way generally involves the rider being uh, either level or slightly below him, okay? Now, all of a sudden, this rider has grown quite a bit taller and is suddenly above him and that can be very unnerving for uh, many horses so if you had perhaps a mounting block or steps something that you can work with now something safe that's not going to be rickety and you're going to lose your balance and fall off of okay and you want something very safe and secure here but if you had something that over the coming few days before you went to actually mount up you could work with your horse so whether it be maybe brushing their mane and even If necessary, taking things a step further by lying across your horse's back, if he's comfortable with that, it will help a lot to when you actually get that leg up and get into the saddle. And there's the third thing, the leg up, okay? I do not suggest getting up off the ground for the first time, getting up yourself, okay? I don't really suggest getting up off yourself if it can be helped at all. But um, if you, certainly for when you're um, backing a horse for the first time, you definitely want a helper with you. And there's a few reasons for this. Firstly, it makes for a far more smooth transition with the weight onto their back, okay? Secondly, they are still very new to all this. And you have to keep in mind that their skin is like can we say baby skin okay it's like a baby's bum it's um it's very soft it's very pliable i suppose and if you are going to put all the pressure in a stirrup and Oh, and then if you think of all the pressure that goes with that underneath the saddle, um, that can be quite uncomfortable for your horse. And remember way back at the start, we said we want to make everything a happy experience that your horse can then build from and, I suppose, enjoy and really learn to like and not dread, okay? Okay. Well, if he starts to feel discomfort with regards to a rider mounting up, you're going to then just set yourself up for a little bit of a fail. Not only that, a little bit of a battle later on, okay? So um, definitely have a person helping you. And the third reason is that the person helping you is also able to, I suppose, put you on the horse in a more balanced way, okay? So if you think about when you put your foot in one stirrup and mount up like that, it pulls everything over to the side that you put your mount up from. So perhaps it's your left foot and the left stirrup. Um, you are going to certainly pull the saddle and your horse. Now, remember what I said at the beginning of this. I said your horse is not very balanced and he is not used to having that weight on his back, okay? So by you pulling things over, well... You can imagine how he might get a little bit anxious about that, okay? So having a helper with you is really important. So now we've gone from having you and your horse to having three people um, with your horse, okay? But those people you have to choose very wisely. It is going to be really important that they are calm, that they are relaxed, and that they understand what is going to happen. And not only that, that they're not going to panic if things go wrong. And the thing is, when you initially get onto your horse, you actually don't want to sit on the horse. You're just going to lie across your horse's back. OK, so remember, I keep mentioning here about the balance and the weight and how it's kind of all new. Um, if you add together that balance and weight, that newness that comes along with that, with also the height Point. So remember I said standing on the mountain block, being above your horse, okay? And remember when you're sitting on your horse's back, that is exactly what is happening there it's very often too much. You kind of overload the senses. And when your horse stresses, he is just going to say, you know what? I don't like this. Get me out of here. This is not what I want. You don't want that. You want to very gradually kind of add different parts of the equation together. So eventually it's going to end up making the whole picture for you. Okay. So what I suggest doing is lying over your horse. Now, initially the person will leg you up. You'll literally lie over. So your tummy area, suppose it's, your tummy and your chest, if you can imagine, uh, lower chest. So um, kind of just below uh, your ribs, that area will be on the saddle and by just lying there for a few seconds, talking to your horse, allowing him to become very used to the fact that the voice is coming from a totally different area and also the weight um, and then just gently, without any fuss, sliding off. That is really important, okay? So I would do that a few times with your horse um, and then later you can build it up. Um, and of course, depending on how your horse reacts to this whole situation, you can build it up to uh, actually having your, your helpers your, your people on the ground leading your horse around the ring with you lying across the saddle. And it sounds a bit strange, but um, it just allows him to, again, get used to the fact that there's a weight and also used to how he's going to distribute his weight in order to keep both of you balanced while he is moving because things are all different he needs he needs a little bit of time to work this out I find if you end up brushing this you end up with a lot of tension in the horse and that tension is often very very difficult to dissipate later when you are riding your horse so you want to try and keep things as relaxed as possible and then only from there when he is happy with all that and sometimes it'll take maybe two or three days sometimes it can take it it depends on your horse eh? it really does depend on how you go please don't rush and please don't think that because oh look he's handling all this perfectly let's just crack on and keep going with things that you're going to maybe do it all in one day I would take rather take a little bit longer and uh, keep going over and over and over things so as he gets used to it rather than um well just trying to do it all in a day okay but later you can then eventually throw your leg over and sit up in the stirrups now or in the saddle now i want you to make sure that before you do so the stirrups actually fit you this is not the time or the place to start lengthening or shortening your stirrups okay and I also want you to make sure that if you are a little bit of maybe you lack stability in the saddle let's just put it that way I don't think you're the right person for this job you need somebody um for the first time the horse is going to be mounted to be just uh, perhaps a very quiet, we always use this word, quiet rider, but somebody who's not going to interfere with the horse's way of going. And then also somebody who is able to balance very well and balance themselves. And the reason is there's a good chance that your horse's first movements with a rider on board might be a little, well, jerky, okay? They're not going to be fluid and smooth, okay? And uh, you need somebody who can remain balanced with the horse, not pull on the mouth, not fall over, bang the horse slam on the horse do any of that sort of thing remember we, we're going for good experiences all around here with your horse okay i'm gonna leave it at that for today if you would like to join us this week we are going to be working step by step through this for the rest of this week and um, mounting up on your horse and then what to do once you're actually up there uh <laughs> Yeah, it's all well and good getting up there and then sitting there going, hmm, now what? Uh, if you want to join us, you can pop on up to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and you can become a Daily Strides Premium Member. And of course, in there, you will get access to not only the Starting a Green Horse series, but all the past lessons as well. So depending on where you and your horse are in your journey together, um, you can, you'll definitely find something in there that is going to help you to well, I suppose make a little bit of a plan and set a few goals that you can move forward and work with your horse, um, particularly if you're riding alone and, well, you tend to get lost after about 20 minutes and run out of ideas. I'll give you a couple of tips and ideas there as well. Okay, so stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. I hope you have a really super week. Keep well. i will chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.